Hey everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. I am not going to go into a bunch of details, but I will remind you again for the third week in a row here that there is going to be Zone of Truth live for episode 100 of Zone of Truth. Lots of big announcements. That is at 4 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash hideous laughter pod. Join us and have a bunch of fun with us. That is everything for this week, so I will welcome you right into episode 225 trance trance execution do you like liquor and things that go boom then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast Hey everybody and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 225. By my reckoning, again, I have no idea exactly when this will end, but I kept saying 250. Okay. 25 left. Ooh, Maybe. 25. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, this this combat might take eight of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> this rate, maybe. Uh, well, I just took a drink of my drink, so uh, I'm drinking a Narragansett, because they started selling them here for some reason. Hey, I'm not against it. Saw a six-pack yeah. of Tall Boys, bought a six-pack of Tall Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the lager. When you got an eye for quality. This, was, this wasn't a quality day. <laughs> this, was a quali- this is a quantity pickup. Mm. Yeah, Narragansett is uh, sold on, made on honor, sold on merit. That's their, uh, that's their thing. Since 1890. Hmm. Hmm. Before Prohibition. <laughs> Yeah, Rochester, New oh. York. Well, okay, so this is weird. Narragansett Brewing Company, Rochester, New York. Writer visit us at 461 Main Street, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Sure. <laughs> Which is it? Pawtucket. I think you should write in and find out. Interesting. Because isn't oh, that the Family Guy uh, address? It's like... That's Quahog. That's, yeah, that's Quahog, which is like next to Pawtucket or whatever. I think so. I think oh, okay. the only big big town in Rhode Island. Uh, it, it does have a, another slogan on the side. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hi, neighbor. Have a Gansett. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> we shortening them on the cans. <laughs> We're shortening our names on the can. I, I guess I, I don't hate that. Yeah. It tastes fine for a lager. Is it supposed to be gander? Maybe. Huh. What's good for the goose is good for the Gansett is what I would say they should have done. That works so much better. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, Steve, what you drinking? Yeah, I'm also drinking a tall boy. This one's a little different speed, though. This is from Tired Hands Brewing. This is a Yuzo Mandarin Alien Church IPA with Yuzu and Mandarin in there. So gonna crack into this bad boy uh see how she tastes pretty excited i do like the original alien church the can art is fantastic and here we go ah nobody does it like them dudes over at tired hands it's a good time no not even the gansets no not even the gussets (laughs) they're a gusset (laughs) that's gross (laughs) (laughs) kind of regret that emily you got anything good over there I do. Today, I have a passion fruit 
sangria. It's deliciously tropical and fruity. Is it as good as our latest sangria group drink? So this is the sangria wine that I put into (laughs) the group drink. (laughs) (laughs) It's just as good on its own. Reduce, reuse, recycle components of group drinks. Haley, what are you drinking? I have the same thing I've been drinking. I went to the store again today. I got a vodka, elderflower, and pear cocktail from Two Chicks. You're pulling a Brooks when it's Oktoberfest. Mm. Just the same drink, eight <laughs> drinks in a row, or eight weeks in a it's row. It's good. <laughs> from September, from the start no of September complaints. to the end of October. What are you drinking, Brooks? Uh, it's a uh, Woolsturge Oktoberfest or whatever, whoever's Oktoberfest you're drinking. <laughs> When the sale ends, I'll stop getting them. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense to me. I mean, Brooks, you're not drinking an Oktoberfest, right? It's finally November. I'm not. I'm not. It would be just so wrong to uh, drink an Oktoberfest after October. They say, some say it's illegal. Sure do. They do. Uh Uh-huh. 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 I agree with that. And you don't want to go to German prison, so. Hmm? But what what do you got? You have the the Patreon drink today? I do. I do. Um, gator juice? Yeah, this one was suggested by Blarder Days, and he submitted a photo of the back of someone's shirt with this <laughs> drink recipe. So this drink is vodka, triple sec, Midori, pineapple juice, and orange juice. Imagine being so confident in your mixed drink that you printed on a shirt just to tell the world. Shit's gotta be good. Yeah. When you're at a bar, you just point to the back of your shirt, and that's the drink you order. You turn around on the bar stool. Better hope it's a rotating <laughs> stool. <laughs> Give me one of these. Well, I, I do have my green lights on. However, this green this drink is very green on its own. Yeah, with a green light, it it looks like a green pool noodle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not mm. too far off. Uh, to begin, uh, like outside of the green light, very opaque with the uh, pineapple and and orange juice. But ooh, uh, the other thing, I did pour it pretty strong today. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna have a taste. <laughs> Emily is worryingly nodding at us. So I I walk downstairs when he was making this drink, and I see him swirling a cup that I thought was like water and ice. And then I look next to him, and there is the bottle of liquor. It was not water. It was all liquor. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Strong, a little strong? She is. She is. <laughs> um, mm. it, it's pretty, it's good, though. It's good. Pineapple cuts everything. So, so hats off. A little more effort on the actual recipe, maybe. Uh, not just posting a picture. But I think hey, a picture says a thousand words. <laughs> picture here, a picture does. I and mean, write six. That are going to a drink. <laughs> it's 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 pretty good. It's pretty good, but she's strong. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we got to roll off here. All right, come on, know. boys. I failed us in the first round. Steve failed. Didn't we roll virtually? Or we? Yeah. Yeah. I, Oh, uh, do we roll virtually for this one? Mm-hmm. I cannot abide by this. I have too much integrity. We all rolled virtually, and uh, I just slammed into a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was ahead. in the mid to high teens, and I was like a four. I was thinking ahead for yeah. sure. I was, I was thinking we. Uh, that's right. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. that's why I don't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like 16, 15, 
14, four. Yeah, it was like a four or five. It was a really, <laughs> really bad showing. And it was after Emily and Haley had already posted their results, although we didn't see a screenshot of Haley. She just posted a number. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> Once again, so it, I just I saw them. They both had good numbers. I saw my four and I was just like, Ugh. I guess the best I can do is hope that Griff, get, Griff gets worse for this. But that's still a loss for the boys either yeah, way. It's still a boys mm, loss. Mm-hmm. But I mean, realistically, you needed like a 17 to, yeah. to make the girls lose that, that round. Yeah, it wasn't going to happen. I'm sure Lady Luck will be with me as the little schemers out there get on their Twitters and their their polls and vote for my drink. You can't the do bad it on boy. Twitter. You can't yeah. do it on Twitter. <laughs> the it's literally only there. Patreon that you can vote for it. Total schemers voting on Twitter. Listeners, <laughs> listeners, if you've listened to 225 episodes and are wondering why aren't the polls on Twitter, mm-hmm. it's because they're not. You they've have to never, pay us to they've participate. They've actually never on been on Twitter. You gotta pay us to participate. <laughs> not in even that. once. These little schemers trying to pull one over Ooh, on us. Schemers trying to get a vote for free. Yep. <laughs> not happening. Pay up. Absolutely not. And don't start. Don't start new polls. Mm-mm. Yeah, we'll ignore them. Just like we ignore you if you don't pay us. <laughs> the blue check mark doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the colored name in Discord that means everything. <laughs> That's what makes my world go around. Mm-hmm. You can buy Elon Musk with eight dollars. You can buy me with two. Oh. It's a bargain. That's a pretty it's good deal. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. You can participate with two. Mm-hmm. I'll verify. I'll buy, verify on our Discord. <laughs> You be whoever you want. <laughs> well, when last we left our heroes, the the band got back together. The original four that we started this whole adventure with are back together for the first time since book two. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Yep. Yeah. Along with you know all of the other characters from the neutral interlude, um, and the group of you kind of had a conversation, caught each other up, and then you heard a song that led some of the party to uh, be kind of mesmerized into walking into through the gates of Ren Church. And what you found on the other side was a pretty large horde of undead. And you guys have been fighting them for two full rounds now. A group of undead nightmares led by a... uh, Koshimer, however you say it, um, some mummified harpies, a mummy lord, uh, and and now you're seeing these uh, skeletal creatures hop out of the mirrors on the horses. It's no good, no bueno. And so we have a couple paralyzed people, a couple people stuck in in a cloud of smoke, a couple people still mesmerized by the harpies. A couple people maybe blind. Yeah, and a blind <laughs> wizard. And so we'll pick it back up at the at the start of round three. I think this is a pretty good opportunity for my buddy, the Mummy Lord, to take a couple steps. He's actually going to move up, uh, kind of catty corner to the paralyzed Durin and the paralyzed Ikmer, and is going to let out a blast of negative energy, which is going to affect everyone except for Air Bear. And so I'm going to need will saves. Everyone except Air Bear. Everyone except Air Bear. Air Bear is the only one outside of the range of the channel. 
Oh, it, it's a channel. If this is negative energy, uh, Ikmer would be Ikmer is as safe well. from it. Oh, thank goodness, because I'm pretty sure with my will save the way it is right now, I couldn't pass even if I rolled a 19. All right, Durin has a 17 total, okay. which is bad. Mm-hmm. Then Matumbe has a 33. Okay. I would call that okay. I hope so. I mean, your Quizzer's got to have the, the the good saves. That's mm-hmm. that's what they're known for. Yeah, saves are decent. Oh, man. My rolls were horrible on this one. Uh, with a natural one, Lyra gets a 12, and then Uska only got a 24. Okay. I have somehow managed to roll a 22 on every single character. They all have different bonuses. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, with a DC 21, oh, thank everyone goodness. above a 21 or 21 or higher will take half of this damage. I believe Durin and Lyra will take the full damage. Mm-hmm. At least there isn't some crazy effect. So it is 20 negative energy damage or 10 if you succeeded. Well, Durin failed, but he has deathless armor. So he only takes 10. Nice. Nice. Hmm. Anything else I want to do here? Oh, and everyone is in the Mummy Lord's aura, including Air Bear. Mm-hmm. So I believe you guys have only rolled for the Harpy's aura so far. Um, and actually, it's not Air Bear. It's everyone within a 30-foot radius. Um, I need will saving throws. What? Is this a charm or a fear effect? This is a fear effect. So if All right. You... Plus three from the Bardic performance. I think we actually did roll for this one. I feel like we Yeah, did. I think we did. I think we just haven't gotten all of the harpies yet. So hold your hold your rolls. Um, you guys have rolled for this one. That's what paralyzed the two of you at the start. Hmm. Complicated combat. <laughs> but Air Bear, Air Bear, you are um, you're up now. Uh, unfortunately, you're just kind of standing here. I am. Enamored. This song is too good. The song is really good. And it's a pain, but... You know, as long as they keep sustaining this with a free action, you don't get another save unless you're attacked by someone else or put in, put in like a dangerous situation a la she makes you like walk into the water and drown. So unfortunately for now, Air Bear is still kind of locked in. Okay. It is the Koshimar's turn. Let's see. I am within reach of Air Bear, who is still standing, but I'm also within reach of uh, the Lopper. Did his fog go away? Yes. So the fog goes away and around. Uh, so now that he can see as well. Ooh, can I get... No, I don't think I can without stepping. Uh, I can't without stepping. Although if I step down, can I get Eclipse? I think Eclipse is still prone, but still I can't. It's 5, 10, 15. So I'm, I'm just going to full attack the Lopper here. Since I think the Lopper brought down his little buddy. So here comes a... I'm going to go ahead and toss Power Attack on. And then have at him. Okay, the bite's a dirty 30. That hits. Okay, so with the bite, 
horse chomp. Lopper takes 26 points of damage. Then two hooves are coming at him. Oh, double natural threes isn't going to do it. Let's go. Here's, um, here's where we turn it around. That is its whole turn. How much damage did it do? Uh, 26. Okay. For some reason, my brain missed that. Can I do Lyra's ready at action now? Yes, you may. Awesome. So Lyra was sitting back in this hallway, still not all the way uh, into the open space where most of the party is fighting. And right now there's a large clump of allies. So everyone except for Tulia and Air Bear are all within 30 feet of each other. So Lyric has Blessing of Fervor on everyone in that clump. Nice. Oh, that is very helpful. It's been a while since I've gotten to cast that spell, so I'm really glad I can do it again. It's such a good one. <laughs> okay. So with that ready to action going off, it is now the Bloody Bones turn, and I think it turns to Ikmer knowing that um, somebody in that level of armor, he's not going to be able to hit unless they're paralyzed. And he's going to go ahead and coup de gras you. So this is an automatic critical. So he takes his full oh. round action. If he has um, fortification, does that still become an automatic critical? I think a coup de gras acts like a critical because you're helpless. Let me check. I always love how... Okay. As a full round action, you can use a melee weapon to deliver a coup de gras to a helpless opponent. You automatically hit and score a critical hit. So Darn. the fact that it's automatic leads me to believe that even effects that would negate a crit do not in that circumstance. Um, that makes sense. That I mean, yeah, that makes sense. The good news is the creature does not have silver, um, silver attacks. So you have DR 10 against this. Mm-hmm. But... You're going to need to make me a fortitude save. Oof. DC is going to be 36 as it deals 26 points of damage to you. Okay. Come okay. on, you got this. And since we did get the blessing of fervor and I can I can put that on at least. Is there a chance that I can get this? A very small chance. Okay. I think. Maybe. A 1 in 20 or maybe a 1 in 10? Does it come down to actual chance or can I roll a 20 and get it? If you roll a net 20, <laughs> you, you get it automatically. Okay. Yeah, well, so. it's a 1 in 20 then. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, is it is it possible to use my tweak the odds even though we know the DC? Does that add a flat bonus? Let me double check. I think it adds a bonus equal to the spell level you burn, right? Uh, so tweak the odds is just, uh, it's Uska's like bump the number up thing. It can be on an ability check, attack roll, saving throw, or skill check. It's an immediate Yes, act. this is a saving throw, but it, it's something you can do to bump it X amount, right? Yeah, only up to four, so. Okay, we'll see if it comes into play. Well, I couldn't be any closer to a 20 without rolling a 20. 
Uh, so, 19 on the die. That brings it to uh, 33. So, yeah, if you want to use the plus three when you tweak the odds, I'll allow it. I believe. He's- How close are Ikmer and Lyra, though? Really? <laughs> well, this is actually oh, Uska. Yeah. Oh, well, then, I mean, yeah. Not at all. No. So, uh, not really close at all. Um, but I'm assuming at this point, Uska has seen that uh, Ikmer did not, like, try to move out of the way of this attack at all. So this is you, Yeah, just- you can tell he's paralyzed. And he did just show up and basically insult your mom and went directly into combat. <laughs> <laughs> walked away. <laughs> oh, I should have made him beg for this, but... Uh, <laughs> he can't, he's paralyzed. Well, he'll have to thank her later then. Uska is going to boost it by three, and this eats up almost all of her ability for the day of this. All right. I mean, you just take the 26 damage then. You're still paralyzed, but you're not yeah, dead. I'm not dead. That's that's what counts. It's actually a huge benefit in terms of your, uh, you know, your collective party hit point pool because if you mm-hmm. die to a coup de gras and then get brought back up, you start from zero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is only taking out stone skin, anyways. So, oh, I think oh. just ten of it would be, but yeah, ten of it would be. Oh, that's right. Skin. Yeah, yeah. Y- um, even better. I would assume also Freya oh. told many stories. Hold up. Oh. Well, no, you can't. Oh. You can only use the highest form of DR. Right, yeah, right. you so, can't double dip. So, yeah, it, 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 everything played out the same except you. I think I saw where your head went. Where, yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. I wonder if it, uh, instead of your silver blocking that, the spell blocks it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's your highest form, which is adamantine. So, you still take the 26 because it would have been 36 with the Oh, DR. okay. Oh, yep, my bad. I, yep, 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 yep. 26 damage to Ikmer. Yeah, because that comes into play with what the save is, too, right? That's why I gave you it with the DR taken out. Mm-hmm. Now we've got a a harpy with the 50-foot fly speed. I'm going to fly up behind the uh, now confused-looking Tulia, and uh, I'm going to take a bite. Okay. Now, you know your AC when you're blind, uh, if you clicked it on. Yeah, except for, so here's the thing is because I was in a panic last time and didn't, you know, was absolutely panicking, wasn't sure what I was doing. The last thing I had done because I wasn't sure what to do and I knew that this was potentially going to give me some sort of vision was that's the last thing I did was cast the monstrous physique. So I'm, I'm technically in another form. I just haven't talked to anyone about that yet. I have blind sense 30 feet, though. So that helps. That's not perfect, but it what helps. What type of blind sense? Uh, I don't know what you mean. It's blind sense. It's just, it's not like a... It's not blind sight. It's not like tremor sense or any of that other no, stuff. No, it's, it's literally blind sense. Okay, so this creature is still concealed to you. Yes. Um, yeah, concealed. So I would have concealment, I guess. All right. Um, 34. Yeah, that's going to hit me regardless. <laughs> 12 points of damage, and I need a will save. You said 12 points of damage and a will save? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I should have used my spell. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, that's rough. Okay. 
That is very low. Any sort of charm, fear, mind-affecting, enchantment, something. None of those. Fifteen. Okay. You take six points of con damage, four points of charisma damage, as you've contracted mummy rot. It is the... Hang on. Six and what? Six points of con damage, four points of charisma damage. As rotting blisters start to pop up all over you, they're like black bile leaking down your skin. The mummified harpy next to Air Bear is going to take its free full attack at him because he doesn't retaliate to it. So first it's going to swing twice with a mace. Ooh, um, 16 on the die is going to be a 38. Yep, that does it. And then a natural 20 on the second one. Let me roll to confirm. Probably won't against you. Definitely won't against you, but it is going to be two hits. Okay. Was that a disease or poison effect? Yeah, it's a disease. Okay, I I didn't know that because it was a will save, but I do get two saving throws against one. Well, technically, it's um, it's a disease and a curse, so I'm going to say you don't. So that is 28 points of damage there, and then it's going to strike out with its talons. Uh, And it won't hit you with either of those. Okay. Yeah, I, I imagine him just just blank face trying to, I guess, dodge these attacks, but doing nothing with his arms at his sides and can't dodge them all. Yeah, just, I mean, he's like, he's like bobbing and weaving, but he's just like smiling at the harpy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't affect your AC at all. It just... It just you you don't see it as a threat. You just yeah. like being here. It's really weird. It's a it's a very cool ability, but man, it, it just picturing I, I'm picturing him in that moment, having walked all the way through all of these combatants to get here is is just terrifying. Yeah, it's just vibing up there. Just vibing. <laughs> yeah, it is the solitary nightmare's turn. I guess I'm gonna. Full attack, Matumbe. This is like this is literally just me crit fishing, man. Because I know what your AC is like, and this is not an especially yeah. We're we're facing down on the right hand side of the battle, just the two of us, really. Yeah, I mean, so bite, claw, claw. My best there is only a twenty-four, so that won't hit. No, sir. And then the hooves are coming at you, and then that twenty there, so it doesn't hit. Good. This servitor of Phrasmus just getting bombarded by this shadow and holding ground. Yeah, I mean it's a big horse, and it just like even even on strikes that like seem like vicious strikes, it just completely misses you. Like it doesn't even clang off your armor. I don't think. <laughs> Durin is up and paralyzed. Yeah, he. Um, he, he served in the military and he's been in these giant battles of bigger wars and he's never frozen in combat before um, and this has basically been forced upon him so he's that panic is starting to creep in that his brothers in arms like displayed around him as they were getting slaughtered um, and he realizes what that felt like now and uh, 
it's terrifying. Not, but this is the last round of paralysis, uh, paralysis. Yeah. Uska. Uska is seeing a lot of undead creatures up in front of her. So she flies up and continues moving. So she's about 15 feet in the air now. Okay. So, uh, and she would kind of fly in a direction to avoid provoking from uh, our uh, large nightmare. The rude Koshimar. Mm-hmm. Be very rude of it to hit her. And now that she's positioned herself in the center of the combat, she can actually see what's going on. And she pulls a very large and bulbous bell off of her bandolier. And when she rings it, a swarm of very angry, uh, fast butterflies fly out from the bell and they swarm these undead creatures within 35 feet as she channels positive energy to harm using her channel bell. Ooh, nice. Okay, so let's see who you get. You're going to get the uh, bloody bones. You're going to get the nightmare. You're going to get the uh, dread mummy harpy, the intolerant one. And you're 15 feet in the air. That is 30 feet away. I'm going to give that one to you because you have 35. I do, yeah. However, this one at 45 feet away is going to be... Too far. The one fighting air bear is going to be fine. Um, as you probably would have learned from Matumbe, I believe the uh, Koshimar is a living creature. All right. There's no combat that we're in that Matumbe is in just constantly exposition dumping. Yeah. <laughs> it really takes like the badass image of him down a couple of <laughs> <Yeah, it just, laughs> We he's, We cut that he's out. real Hermione Granger on the battlefield. Yep, yep. <laughs> Actually, uh, Matube's doing his thing again. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to need right, some... So I assume you need some will saves. Yes. And against channel. Uh, since she's using the channel bell, there's some energy that goes right through whether they save or not. Aw, yeah. Get, okay, perfect. Getting some of so, the first damage out. Let me get the nightmare first. That's a will save. And then that's a 28. That is a that is a success. Then we'll look at the bottom. Uh, Harpy. That is a 22. That fails. And the far Harpy. I will also fail. Then the Bloody Bones, 26. That succeeds. Okay. So the two harpies fail. The rest of the creatures succeed. Oh, sorry. I didn't do the the, um, the Mummy Lord. Get him. That's going to be 30. So oh, yes. That well. succeeds. Uh, so those that failed, I rolled 28 on my channel. And then okay. they take an additional two points for every die that I roll for the channel. So those that failed take a total of 44 damage. The nightmare crumbles. Woo! Yeah, yeah let's go. Let's see. And so those that succeeded, they take 30 damage total. Because that 16 is not have. Gotcha. Damn. That was hefty, hefty, hefty. Not wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Yeah, that's why these uh, the Death Warden's Bandolier is so great for someone who channels, because you can boost up your channel that goes through any resistance they have. 
Yeah, you just walk straight up in the middle of this and just like carpet bomb this battlefield. <laughs> With butterflies. With butterflies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was a ton of damage. Woo! Ton of cumulative damage. I mean, let's think about that. 44 times 3 plus 60. That's a lot of damage in one one turn. Yeah. And yeah that's 192 up. damage. Not bad for one channel. Not bad indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sorry, before I forget, on Uska's turn, uh, what hip... Uh, is Air Bear down more than five hit points right now? Yes. All right, he heals five and Uska takes five points. Cool. Now I'm done with my turn. Okay. Well, it's Lyra's turn, so keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lyra. Lyra just watched Ikmer almost get killed in one swoop and she saw Uska bend some filaments of light and the attack wasn't quite enough to kill him. But she's very, very worried about her friend. She doesn't want to see him die or, you know, just have to keep taking these attacks without fighting back. So she casts grace on herself so her movement will not provoke. <laughs> Lyra moves up next to the Lopper and Ikmer, and she now casts defensively, and she will auto-succeed on the cast defensively, with a plus 23, uh, and she casts Freedom of Movement on Ikmer. Aw, yeah. All right, so Ikmer is no longer paralyzed. And she continues singing, and that's her whole turn. Tulia. All right, so as I said, I was panicking last time, so I didn't give you guys what monstrous physique I actually took because it was a lot all at once and I was panicking. So the monstrous physique I took last turn after I was blinded by that ready to action is a Popabala, which is described as a brawny, sallow-skinned figure, which is muscular but lean with bat-like wings and a single hideous eye in its noseless face. Tulia's looking pretty foul, as well as has black pustules from Mummy Rod. Kill it! <laughs> Another undead abomination. I now have flight and blind sense. Actually, a blind sense out, I believe, to 30 feet, and I can climb and fly now. It's weird. Doesn't. It also gives me a couple natural attacks, but um, I'm not a strong character to begin with. They gave me a sun boost to my strength, but uh, I'm not strong. That's never going to be good. So instead, I'm going to cast offensively. And uh, I literally can't fail this. Nice. And I am now, and I'm also going to use a point for my arcane reservoir to cast at two le cast levels higher. And now have one d4 plus five mirror images, which Tulia <laughs> desperately needs. For ah, uh, cool. <laughs> six images. So I have six images, which is uh, the minimum that I could actively get right now. But this is very exciting because now I will have more freedom to actively be able to go and, and help with some stuff. Because right now I feel a little limited, being the fact that I have very low AC and <laughs> almost no way <laughs> to do anything when I'm blind like this. As my last action, I'm going to take a move action and I'm going to end up flying 20 feet, kind of diagonal down. And I will be also 20 feet up. Do that in a second. And that's my whole turn. I am cursing myself because I forgot that I have counterspell. 
last time, and I am mad at me. Oh, but I, it's all good. I forgive you. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I'm now a horrifying creature. I'm still blind, but I have blind sense. Okay. I want you to know that with blind sense, visibility still affects your movement speed. Yep. And you're still denied your decks to AC against attacks. I'm aware, yeah. So I still have all of that taken into account. With this form, I'm also getting some natural armor. So that kind of, that takes, that's kind of net neutrals my dexterity. Uh, my fly is a total of 80 feet. So that's why I'm only going uh, 40 total. Gotcha. So I, 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 I got it. It sucks. I wish it didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matumbe, you see from one of the mirrors on the collapsed uh, nightmare a bloody bones rises out um, and so I need you and everyone within 30 feet of it that can see it, which excludes Tulia. <laughs> so that would be Matumbe, Eclipse, the Lopper, Lyra, Ikmer, Durin, and Uska to make me a will save. It appears right next to Matumbe. Oh, dear. Matumbe, you take a minus four to the save because you are the the person next to the mirror. Is this... I got natural 20. <laughs> is Charmer fear? Uh, this is a fear effect. Great. Good. Okay. Okay. Plus three, then. Yeah, yeah. We got... We got factors of three all around uh, for Ikmer um, in a pretty pretty bad way. Uh, 15 total. Okay, fail. 31 for Matumbe, and then Durin's got a natural one. Okay, Durin fails. Eclipse got a nat 20. The Laffer got a 16 on the die for a total of a 25. Okay. I rolled another natural one for Lyra, so that's a four, no, 15. I don't know how that's how do I keep doing that for poor Lyra? And then Uska gets a 30. <laughs> okay. It's it was never, never meant to survive. It's never it's changed. never meant to survive. No, this is why she died. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oof. Okay, who's the first in that line? Lyra, you're staggered for four rounds. Oof. Ikmer, you're staggered for three rounds. Okay. Duran, you're staggered for one round. Um, was that everyone that failed? What did the Lopper get? 25. The Lopper is staggered for two rounds. Oh, that's very high. I think that's it. We got 30s and above for the rest of the group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. It is now going to full attack Matumbe. All right, here we go. It's bloody bones time. It's just a bite claw claw coming at you. Okay, the bite is a 37. That hits. And then I have a 35 from a claw. Just barely, but yes. And then a 33 from a claw. That is a miss. Okay, you're lucky. I almost got a rend. Ooh, don't like that. Should have done the two highest on the claws. Okay, so you're going to take, ooh, 32 damage and you're bleeding two. Ouch. Across two hits, I guess it's looking like 12 damage. Yeah, yeah, versus the that, uh, uh, stone skin. Yeah. Yeah. But bleeding too. That always sucks. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And it is your turn. 
kind of toying with what the best way to attack this creature with best blessing of fervor is, but uh, I do want to go for three attacks. That being said, I just want to hit this thing. I'm going to swing twice at it. I will have power attack on. And then for my first attack, I'm going to do the swift uh, channel to channel smite. Okay. Uh, why don't you do the first attack? And then if you miss second chance, mm-hmm. that's what I was planning. Oh God, it would go to a 19, but that's cocked. Cool. A four, 24, 26 with, uh, with my undead Bane book. With the undead Bane book that hits. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Okay. That's good news. Yes. All right, while I'm rolling this damage, let me get the destruction will save. Yeah, sure. It's good. Now let me get the channel smite will save. It's good. Okay, so off the rip, 32 points of damage. Then you're going to be taking half of this channel positive. (laughs) 17 rounds down to eight. Okay, Doherty 40. And then my second attack. Ooh, that'll do, 31. All right. Dirty 30. Nice. Taking out a solid 70 hit points from this thing. Igmar, you're staggered. He is, but he has the blessing of fervor and he is gonna use it. And so uh, he's gonna switch over, use the extra attack one. He's standing right next to this mummy lord. Go ahead and read the uh, Blessing of Fervor text for me. I think it's an extra attack on a full attack. Yep, it is, it is. So since you can't take a full attack, you cannot get the extra attack. So I would do the plus two if I were you. I would like to do that too. Thank you very much. Well, then at least he is going to try to attack once. Yeah, give him a big old hit. Too bad you want a vital strike. You could do that. Yeah, actually... Since he is coming off of paralyzed, I might have to take that all back. Ugh. Because he needs to pick up that I guess well, I guess he's still prone and he can attack and Yeah, you don't uh yeah. you don't okay. drop your weapons yeah. when you get paralyzed. Yeah. It's not the same as going unconscious. So you have your weapon in your hand, but yeah, yeah you're prone from the Koshimare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got overrun. <laughs> so you I mean you could certainly attack from the ground. Yep. If you want to, as as part of the staggered, or I as your full turn this turn, you could get up. You could use I. Let me double check the blessing of fervor. You might be able to stand up as a swift action. That is one of them, yeah, because Matumba's used that. Oh yeah, uh, he needs it. Is yeah. that specific to one of the keys, or is that just? Yep, you have to key it on. So you'd have to key it on, and then you can stand up as a swift action without provoking an attack of opportunity. Okay, but that's what as you long have. As it's a swift action. You can do it when you're staggered and still attack. That is so powerful. Okay. That is... Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been so long. I know. All right. So switching off the plus two to attack from the busting of fervor, doing the swift action stand up. That is so nice. Um, 
I mean, I wouldn't want to take Matumbe's, you know, key feature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of feel like uh, stay in your lane, buddy, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one that goes down around these parts. They don't call me down bad Matumbe for for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because I'm always down and I'm always bad. (laughs) Bad boy, more like it. Uh, This is respectable. This is respectable. Um, we've got 33. 33 hits the bloody bones. Oh, that's cool. And he is evil. He is evil. He's getting extra. I mean, he's also misunderstood, but he's evil. (laughs) 27. Okay. How much of that is just your regular weapon damage? 21. Okay. It does not feel like all of that went through. Okay. I think even Ikmer can note, like, these skeletal creatures generally like to be hit with something meaty rather than a blade. Got it. So bludgeoning is your yeah. friend. Otherwise, uh, I mean, if he was really doing a full attack, he'd love to trip, but uh, not... Well, you definitely you definitely cut through, so you definitely did some, did some damage there. Yeah. Eclipse. Eclipse is going to use the swift action to stand up so I don't have to use the move action. Okay, so make sure you don't have the the other ones keyed on that. I do not. And then I'm going to five-foot step here uh, sure. next to Matumbe and this uh, creature, and I'm going to swing with my Undead Bane axe. 39? Yep. Yeah, I figured. You know it's 26. I don't know that. I'm not, I don't keep track of things like they do. <laughs> 42 points of damage. Okay. Once again, seems like less... Um, yep. And then I'm going to attack again. You can't. Swift action to stand up. Five foot step. Oh, I guess you... Yeah, I guess that works. Yep. So I used it instead of the bonus. Natural 20. Let's go. I will roll to confirm. (laughs) There you are. So that'll be uh, critical. Let's go. I got a times three, so hang on. I'm pretty sure it's dead. Yeah, I'd be pretty surprised. Considering it's got the amount of hit points that you dealt on a regular attack left. Right, considering it's a okay. summon. So it's a flat 90, plus I have 2d6 plus 3d8. That is dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just off okay. of the flat 90, you needed to do 41. Okay, well, I did 90 something. Well, you crushed <laughs> it. All right, so there's that. Now, the lopper is currently uh, staggered. When does sicken go away? Uh, you're sickened for, like, the rest of forever. Okay. You're sickened for minutes. I think the sickened was a D6 minutes. So anyone that hit that was sickened for at least 10 rounds. All right. Well, then I will key on the bonus to attack AC and reflex. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I don't like that I'm going to do this, but I am going to go protect Lyra. Okay. So you can get an AOO. And that would be my whole whole move because I can only do one thing. Okay, that is a thirty-three. That'll hit. Oh, and he still had his power attack on, so that's nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thirty-eight damage. Is this Celestine or magic? It's magic. He's got the magic in him, and then yeah, it can be slashing because it's a bite. Okay. BPS, baby. That is my whole turn for those two characters. Amazing. At the top of the round, 
Got my sweet, sweet mummy. What are he gonna do? I mean, he's got he's got some stuff in his arsenal. But I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Ah, oh, man. He really wants to get up at Uska, but Uska is up in the air. Ha ha. <laughs> trying to think of if I got any good range. I guess I'm going to get to the positive energy user I can see or I can reach. So I'm going to take a fiver. I'm going to roll the cast offensively. Mm. I've got it. Ikmer's going to bodyguard. Can you do that against the spell? If it's a touch spell, it's just like an attack roll, essentially. But also, aren't you staggered? Yeah, so you can't take uh, reactions, yeah. but... Whitmer mm. um, wishes he could take... Uh, yeah, it would be because it's effectively an aid another... It is an aid another action. Right, he cannot. Yeah, how's a uh, 22 against touch for... Or sorry, 25 against touch for Lyra? Yes, that definitely hits her touch. Dang. Okay, I need a fortitude save. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This wouldn't be a charm or a fear effect, would it? Nope. Ikmer is like five feet from everybody. This... Hey, hon, isn't this one dead by Matumba? Yes. Okay. I was worried it came back somehow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I was worried it came back somehow. How many things in this combat have regeneration? <laughs> All right, how's that fortitude save cooking? Oh, it can't be good. Seems like she's it's still searching. cooking. Oh. Yeah, it seems like it's still in the oven. Uh, well, so fortitude is my absolute worst save for oh, Lyra. See, I knew that going into making Lyra make a save. Yeah, well, and you're making Lyra make a save. I did not roll. That was a thing. Yeah, I did not roll a one this time, so this is a That's big improvement. Good. Big, okay. It's in the hundreds hoping, of percents of improvement. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping Maybe you thousands. at least doubled your <laughs> roll. <laughs> doubled your roll. And I'm I'm gonna keep it. This is a twenty-two. Sorry, dog. What? That was gross. <laughs> that's uh. That's, that's what the mummy said. <laughs> that's the, the mummy says. Sorry, dog. <laughs> he touches you. Take 63 points of damage. (laughs) And I need you to make me a will save. Oh, no. Oh, no. Whatever you got. Okay, I'm going to roll this. And then depending on how I do, I'm going to ask a question. But we'll see. Maybe I'll do okay. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I I may not have an answer. Sorry, dog. Sorry, dog. I really enjoyed the image of this undead mummy unleashing his most brutal attack. Just going, sorry, dog. <laughs> Lay down. <Yeah. laughs> Sit. And and with that amount of emotion, of emotion too, just like right. I know not, what I'm not angry, yeah. not hateful. Just sorry, dog. Yep, this is gonna happen. All right, double saves on a spell make me very nervous. So I have a a, a rules question. So I. On my previous turn as Lyra, used a swift action and then became staggered. I have not acted again, so could I use an immediate action for my following turn or because I used the swift, that's done? So you would have an immediate action in the bank. I just don't know how that works with staggered. I feel like it works like a, like a reaction. 
immediate actions oh, are like I. So a I staggered creature can still take free, swift, and immediate action. Okay. Then you're fine. So you're oh hell yeah! Because immediate actions use your next swift, not your current. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, this might come back to bite me, but I'm going to use uh, Lyra's borrowed fortune spell. So essentially, I can roll twice and take the better, but for the next two rounds. Anytime I roll a d20, I have to roll twice and take the worst. Oh! Okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. some time next to this guy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to want to try to get away. Yeah. Smart. Give Ickmer. But Give I don't want to, like, have her die right now. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. It was valuable. My second roll is a little higher. Maybe it's enough. A 26. 26 is enough to Ooh. knock and track mummy rot. Okay. Good job. Yes. Good job. We want that charisma. Oh my goodness. And you took a bunch of damage. That con damage would have really hurt. Air Bear is uh, straight chilling. Mm-hmm. Still has not broken out of this. Vibin. Because he doesn't have any options to. Because <laughs> it's just the, the thing attacking him. How useful. I've done I've done so much to contribute in this combat. Yeah, it's it's been a lot. We're all really proud of you. I think Uska's like just out of my reach here to swat her down. I'm not quite sure. Fifteen feet up, but it is a huge creature. Is Durin prone? Yep. Alright, full attack of Durin. Cool. I'm paralyzed and staggered and all that other shit. Oh, you're still paralyzed? Yeah. No 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 you Yes I am. I had two rounds of paralyzed. The only reason uh Ikmer and I were on the same track of paralyzed. Right. He's However, free, but the, he was freedom of the movement. The mummy paralyzed you, didn't he? The mummy that just went paralyzed you for oh, two yeah. rounds. Oh yeah. Then I guess I'm not paralyzed. Yeah. Okay. So you like start to move around. I that, don't have to do that. No, I mean that tells the <laughs> Koshabar that it. Can't. I think you're playing my character for Look, me. Look, you were about to be coup de grade. You're now being full attacked. Just take it. So it's gonna full attack you. Okay, bite is a 36. Yep. One of the hooves is a 30. Yep. Um, and then the other hoof definitely won't hit with a 16, I don't think, right? No. You being prone. Uh, okay. 26 damage from the bite. 18 damage from the hoof. And then... Um, just going to go ahead and take a fiver backwards, diagonally up. It is the bloody bones turn. He's flanking Ikmer. Does that mean I think I can hit Ikmer? Probably not, but he hasn't attacked a ready Ikmer yet, so I feel like he's going to at least uh, start his attack with Ikmer. Okay, okay. So he's going to bite at you. It's going to miss. Sweet. Then I think he's going to take his claws out on the lopper. Because the lopper is, like, not armored. So he just tried to attack this tank. It bit at you, like, clanged. And is now just going to attack at the lopper. Yeah, the tank with stone skin. Yeah. (laughs) There's no part that's vulnerable. Yeah. Against the lopper, I still don't think 26. Absolutely not. And a 28. No. Okay. Man, Ikmer was built for this exact situation, being surrounded by allies, and he can't do his 
one ability that... His one thing. Yeah, his one <laughs> thing. Soak up all the damage from everyone and survive. Oh. All right, so we've got a harpy here. Um, receptive harpy. Yeah, the receptive <laughs> harpy. What a weird description. Okay. <laughs> going to fly over, and it is going to attack with a talon. Very rude to fly up to me. Yeah, well, I have flying creatures. You're flying. It is fair, I guess. Uh, 32. Yes, that succeeds. Okay. That is 14 points of damage, and I need you to make me a will save. So only four went through because of the stone skin. Nice. Pat yourself on the back for that one. (laughs) Definitely not my doing, but I will take it. I will pat myself on the back. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Because I've been been blind and I haven't been doing good otherwise, but I gave you stone skin. (laughs) That's what I... Oof, uh, saves are not with me today. That's a 25. 25, you're fine. All right. No mummy rots. And finally, it's this one. This one's going to stop singing and is going to, full extent of its fly, move over here, provoking from Uska. Ooh. Because it wants to flank Uska. If Uska has a melee weapon out. She does. Before that happens, you all enter the aura. Of this one, who is the only one that's aura has not been rolled for. I need will saves from everyone. This is a fear effect. Except for Airbear. Right. No, I need one. Well, I guess, yeah, Airbear is good on this one because he's been next to her. Mm-hmm. How big is that aura? Like 30 feet or something? Yep. Okay. Is it enchantment or mind affecting as well? It is paralysis, mind affecting, fear effect. Great, another fucking natural one for Durin, so I'm not going to do anything with fucking combat. That's fucking great. Total fucking waste of my time. Um, and then Mitsumbe is uh, well into the 30s. Okay, Mitsumbe is good. Uska is also in the 30s, and Lyra mm-hmm. rolling twice, taking the worst, is a dirty 20. Okay. Ikmer rolled a natural 20. So let's go. Ikmer's good. Cliff's got a 35, Tulia got a 25, and the Lapper got 27. Okay. Um, it's going to be Durin and Lyra here are paralyzed for one round. Uh, uh, go ahead and take your attack of opportunity now, Uska. This is the one that has taken no damage so far. I'm bummed I don't have power attack on. Oh! Because I just got a natural 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, let me roll to confirm. I don't remember if this hits the harpies, but a 26. A 26 does not hit oh, the harpies. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is a 36. A 36 definitely does. <laughs> sorry. Uh, forgot I had a plus 25 there. Oh, this is a times three crit. Let's go. Uska might be the MVP. I think actually already is, but even more. Put Uska, uh, better get your back brace on because you're carrying the party. <laughs> and crits, uh, I don't crit very often in first edition anymore. It's multiplied or? Roll the die three okay. times and then triple your bonus. And unlike in 2e, if you have extra damage on top of it, like 
holy or fire or whatever that doesn't get multiplied. I do not have any of that. That is 43 points of damage. Okay. Nice. And it's a plus two weapon, if that matters. Uh, well, it has DR slash, so... Oh, and this is... Uh, Starknife is... Oh, well, yeah. No, dash. DR, DR dash, okay. sorry. Yes, that's what I meant. Okay. It's going to loose a breath of death. I don't like the sound of that. Yeah. No death, please. So it's going to hit everyone... But uh, Eclipse, Matumbe, Tulia, and Air Bear. And I need all of you to make fortitude saves. 28. 28 is good. 32 for Ikmer. Ick's good. Thank goodness. Oh, real bad for both of my characters. Lyra, I rolled a natural one again. So, 10. And Mm -hmm. Uska rolled really poorly and fortitude is my lowest so that's a 15 okay um it's 25 for the lopper okay Uska, you take four negative levels era you also take four negative levels oh christ uh as this creature breathes out a cone of Tomb gas, sand, and dust. Tomb gas? Yeah, tomb mm. gas. Gas from the tomb. Not Motomb gas. Oh, God. That Matumbe can do that as a breath weapon on his turn. I wish. It, it, um, it's almost as bad as Crypt gas. He actually, can we just go hide, hide and hide on the ship, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's take, yeah, what's, let's take this what, all back. What's with, like, the 40 other wolves on this ship, you know? What are they up to? There aren't any wolves on there. They're all on the other Yeah, they're on right. the other one. Seven all right, ships. great. So then my next question, where rags Mauda at? I'm not giving she's you another old. NPC. You she's have eight. Old. You have eight players. She's old and protecting the ship, she's probably. She's protecting the ship. From the other undead creatures and the CR-10 storm. Okay, it's Durin's turn. He's paralyzed. Yep. It's Uska's turn. Durin spontaneously heals five hit points. That's free action. Doing something this combat. I guess. Uska's going to yeah. break her lifelink with Air Bear because uh, she is taking quite a bit of damage and some negative levels now. Yeah, that's reasonable. And these harpies have very generously all moved closer. Uska. So she's going to take a five foot fly diagonally back to break the flank for now. And she's going to stay up in the air. And she is within 30 feet of all of the undead enemies. Mm-hmm. And that channel was pretty powerful against these creatures. So she is going to use her bells one last time to channel again. So I need will saves. Okay. Nice. Do the harpies. Still can't believe how bad our initiative is, too, because, like, we're all dead. In the 30s for the first one, 26, and, ooh, that's going to fail. The third one will fail. The one that just breathed out failed. Um, And then the mummy lord is 32. So that succeeds. And then there's still, that was three, there's still one more harpy? Oh, and then the bloody bones. Oh, and the bloody bones. Uh, I did three oh, RPs, okay. and then I got to do the bloody bones. And then the Lord, too? But Mummy Lord. I did the okay. Lord. I did the Lord! <laughs> Nine for 20 for the bloody bones. And only some of us got really bad initiative. Yeah, Air Bear was the only one that got good yeah. initiative. Air Bear, who really obsessed with that song. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's been doing a lot, but he's out of, uh, he's out of staggered this round. 
I can't wait to hear Air Bear and Durin tell stories about this combat mm-hmm. down the road. It was like watching a movie. <laughs> Quite painful movie. I wouldn't know. I spent the whole fucking thing on my back staring directly into the sky. Yeah, Air Bear honestly no wouldn't No fucking either. clue what's happening. Air Bear wouldn't either. He's been looking He's staring. at me the entire fight. Yeah, okay. Looking away from the fight. It sounded bad, though. <laughs> it sounded bad. <laughs> you hear the screams. You All just right. couldn't hear that music? So those that fail to take 47 damage. Okay. That does destroy the harpy that just breathed out. Yes. Sweet. And then those that saved take 31 damage since she used that bell again. Since you used the bell, you kill the other two. <gasps> yes! Damn! That's what they get for breathing death on us. Usko is just glowing. Joe, your permanent life. negative levels. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> Let's see. The bloody bones succeeded there. You said it was 31? 31, yes. And then the mummy lord has to take 31 as well. Okay, good stuff. Lyra, you are paralyzed. Yes, but only for one round. Moving on down to Tulia. All right. It is my turn. That is great. All right. So currently, Tulia can't actually uh, tell that there's anything there besides. Yeah, you up in the air. You up in the air. I don't know if Pythagoras is saving you on that front. Yeah. You could probably see Eclipse with 30 feet of... I'm saying maybe, maybe that, but... Um, Can you even make out if they're a uh, friend or foe? No, I'd have to I'd have to ask. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. I'll have to ask. All right. I'm assuming there's noises coming from some of these things, like maybe the horse, because it's a horse. Either way, I'm going to start moving towards the horse. Okay. You're going to get an attack of opportunity. Yeah, that's fine. I also am going to move down. Sounds good. 20 feet. Uh, it's definitely going to hit you. Okay. Um, so let let me, uh, what do you have? How many image do you have? Roll a D8, re-roll an 8. What? One hits me. One hits you. Re-roll an 8, you said. Ah, two. Yes. All right, you pop an image. This is uh, nerve-wracking. I I will, in fact, go down hard. <laughs> All right. Um, so now that I'm on the ground, though, I can sense that there's something next to me absolutely not moving, even a little bit. And uh, Durin just sees a monstrous pack of things flying ahead above him and landing next to him. Probably thinks this but, is the end. By the way... <laughs> Yeah, Durin did not see you transform. Peace. Has been all this. Makes peace with the gods. <laughs> I love it because you just see a pack. Yeah, like a swarm. You posted in our in our personal Discord the creature that you're emulating. Terrifying, disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I just I, I want to let you know, Haley. Like it does because he's concealed to you. It does take two rounds to coup de grace Durin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I will take that. Um, I'll take that uh, into consideration. Take that into account. You can use this round as the start of, you know, the first round. All right. So if I think about having 30 feet around me of blind sense, Mm -hmm. I can tell this is a big thing. Supposedly. Yeah. I can also tell there's nothing on this side. Yep. Right now, I know that none of my companions are big. So I'm going to hope for the best here. Mm Mm-hmm. And I hope that none of you actually did become big. As I will mm-hmm. cast defensively, I can't fail. 
and I will then. Uh, is, cast, is casting defensively impacted by not being able to see? No. That surprises me. I would think you'd have to like uh, duck and weave and like you know. Uh, nah. Yeah, like, but is it is it more of like a brace yourself type thing? Maybe it is. Maybe it's just girding your loins. <laughs> and I'm gonna use a point of arcane reservoir to boost that DC. Okay. And I will. Ooh, I don't even think I've gotta unhinge my jaw anymore for this with like the current thing I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna breathe out a cone of acid. Okay. And I'm. It's kind of gonna go towards the top of this, towards and then towards no one, because uh, right now medium creatures are all the same to me. <laughs> and so I need a reflex save. Sounds good. Ooh, not great. Twenty. That fails. Nice. All right, that is thirty-eight points of acid damage. All right. Off a of twelve d six. First damage to the Koshimar. I love to see it. Neat, neat, neat. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Matumbe, you're kind of now like. I guess you got one. <laughs> you went from having like five guys pretty close to you to just one. Yeah, yeah. Usta cleaned up there, so Matumbe is going to take a five foot step over. Now he threatens this mummy lord creature. And now I do want to say you could take a five foot step under Uska and flank if you were going to attack him because she's 15 feet in the air. That's what I was going to do, but you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. uh, Nah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to let Eclipse move up there. Actually, tell you what. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to delay my turns after Eclipse. Oh, (laughs) because if you move up into that square, you're flanking with Ikmer. And then when I move up next to you, then I'll be flanking with the creature next to you because I have a feat that lets me do that. Neat. So he's going to delay. Get up there, Eclipse. I will follow. (laughs) Ikmer still staggered. He is, but that does not mean he is helpless and can't. uh, Well, not uh, like conditionally helpless. He is still going to attack. (laughs) Do you want to also delay? So that uh, we're flanking? Wow. So that we're flanking, maybe? Man. Uh, you, you just, you watched Matube, uh, like, about to step up, and then he, like, <laughs> held off and looked to Eclipse. So I'm going to say, you know. Yeah, we've fought together before. It's been a while, but we've You have enough situational yes. awareness. I, I would like to think that this is Ikmer's thought. Listen, Ikmer has good, good battlefield awareness. I'll say that. <laughs> he may not be the smartest guy, but he's, he knows about fighting. Delay, he will. All right, Eclipse. Eclipse is going to five foot step up underneath of Uska. That looks weird, but I will. Now I am flanking, which is fantastic. And I will now swing with my undead bane axe. Sounds good. And I will take the extra attack. Okay. Which I will maybe come to regret, but right now is good. I support that decision. That's a crit threat. Let's go. What about 34? 34 does hit the mummy lord. That's Yay! critical. Okay. Want me to roll that now? Yeah, you're probably going to kill it oh. with an X3 crit. All right, so it's 90 flat. Yeah, so it's it's long dead. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I mean, the thing, had, the thing had 107 hit points total. 90 flat. Whoa. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know this combat's been tough for everybody, but none of these creatures is higher than a CR 11. No, it's just the fact that there's like, there's a lot, mm, of, uh, there's a lot of effects happening. Yeah, conditions. So that mummy perishes. 
But now you can move the lopper into a flanking position with, with the bloody bones for Ikmer, right? The lopper is still staggered when we're round, right? Yes, but he can still move. But I could also vital strike. Oh, I guess. I mean, you try. Why you say it like that? I don't know. I feel like it. <laughs> I will vital strike. Ikmer delayed his turn for you, so did Matumbe, so... Yeah, for the Lord. Give him something. Give him something. For the Lord. Give him something. <laughs> I mean, you could five foot step to the left, and then it could also. I think you can still five foot step when you're staggered. You can. I will five foot step. I don't know. It feels like you know if it trust people. I will five foot step. <laughs> hey, she can five foot step after she attacks. Yeah, that's true. You can, you can take the flagging. You can give the flagging bonus to Igber, but, you know, I think it's a little much to say that you took that step beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then I got a 29. You got him. Okay. 64 points of damage. You killed him. Yay! I'm so happy. Why the fuck is Iduska's turn in the game? (laughs) I mean, I'll take it. Oh, no, no, it's 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 surrounding Iduska because it's on a cliff. Uh, Mm. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? That's right, she's still flying. For the listeners, we have a little, a nice little thing on our virtual tabletop that surrounds the token that's going. And because Eclipse moved directly under Uska, it was like highlighting Uska. And I'm like, Uska's not, she's not even like five people away on the initiative track. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on? So, Ikmer, it is your turn. Yes. You are staggered. Um, and unfortunately, the lopper is in your way. Well, you'd be too close anyway. I want to remind you that you can, if you are unobstructed, you can do a half charge while staggered, which is you can move up to your speed and attack, but it still has to be in a straight line and it still has to be at least 10 feet. Um, So unfortunately, I don't think you have a path to the Koshimar that isn't blocked by one of your allies. Correct. And Ikmer has has seen this, this thing's reach enough so if he takes another, uh, if he goes beyond the five foot step, he uh, would would incur an attack of opportunity, and so because he still he is still staggered, I think he's just gonna take a five foot step closer. But that's that's all he he can't really attack without incurring that attack of opportunity, and that just seems kind of kind of useless at this point. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Matumbe. All right, he's delayed. Now there's only one adversary left on the board. I could move up to this creature incurring an attack of opportunity to try and take a swipe at it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I, what else am I going to do, right? So he's just going to do that. He moves up, incurring an attack of opportunity. We'll see. That's a 36. Uh, that is exactly a hit with my dodge bonus. Oh, yeah, I know it's always, like, really freaking high. Oof. 30 damage. All right. Could I bend against this creature? Absolutely. Will I? Absolutely not. Just for one attack. So I'm just going to take a swing at this because it's barely been touched. 19 on the die, though. That is a dirty 40. Dirty 40 does hit. Nice. Sweet. So this is going to be bad. That is 21 points of damage okay. total. But forward progress. Yeah. And that's it. Air bear. All right. Unfortunately, the effects of the harpy's song linger for one round after the song stops. Ugh. 
I was so ready because his staggered condition <laughs> came were. off. It was, well, what? As we go. Yeah. This. I was really, really hopeful going into the that. Next turn, turn, bud. Next turn, bud. You got it. All right. So here's what's going to happen real quick. The Koshimara is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 24, 30, 35, 40. Doing an overrun on everybody. So I will roll this against everybody's CMD. Natural 20 on the tombs. Um, 46 on the lopper. Yep. Um, another 46 on Tulia. <laughs> yeah. Um, 51 versus Durin. Durin, well, Durin, you're, you're not prone, but you're paralyzed. You're prone still. I'm prone, but I'm not paralyzed anymore. All right, it doesn't have to. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, so, you fucking crushed it. What are we talking yeah, about here? I mean, you're, you're you're prone. Yeah, 57 for Ick. Absolutely. 52 for Lyra. Yep. 50 for Uska. And then um, 53 for Eclipse. Ah, exactly the opposite of my CMD, which 35. is 35. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're all prone. Uska, you take three points of damage as you're knocked, because uh, this creature is, you know, as tall as you are flown up uh, as a huge creature. Then it's going to take flight, and it's going to go this far over and 30 feet up. So it's 30 feet off the ground, now roughly 70 feet away from, like, Eclipse. It's going for Rex Mauda. <laughs> No, it's, um, it's running away, probably. Yeah, probably. Durin, you're prone. Yeah, my conditions are gone now. Where this creature? Uh, yeah, he can't see it at all. Where did it end up going on the map? Just so I, I know oh, as a zoom player. Zoom way out. Yeah, zoom way out. Like what direction? It went uh, to the right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he'll like start to stand up and stuff, but that's it. Sure, Uska, you're prone. I guess, I guess that's the thing. It's like, do we want to take a shot at it? It's flying away. Like, I I certainly have range to hit this thing, but uh, we, so, put, we put no damage on it. So, like, we just actually encountered this the last time they were running away, and we then tried to attack and go after them, and we wasted, like, a lot of stuff doing that. I don't know. Maybe we just waited this one out a little bit. Ah, yeah. Fine by me. Um, Is everyone in, agree- in agreement for that strategy? Julia is. She's blind. She doesn't want to try to run after something. Before I like go down the whole turn order. So many people already delaying blown. until it goes again. I think you can all stand up. Obviously. Yeah, I think I would stand up, and I was just checking my hit points for Uska, and with all the negative levels, like uh, it's not really worth it to like heal up. But you're not attacking, right? No, not attacking. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm asking. So, uh, so everybody stands up and mm-hmm. kind of waits. Airbear, you finally like are relieved of this song, uh, just in time to watch off in the distance as the Koshimar disappears. I would allow anyone that has spellcraft to make a spellcraft check on that. Yes, absolutely. If everyone else is staying down here, I'm gonna stay with the pack. 33 from a tomb bay. 
I mean, Matube has it, so. Uh, 41 and 40 for my characters. Yeah, you also have it. That didn't look like an invisibility. It didn't look like a teleport. It looked like a plane shift, which now, thinking back, you know that nightmares could do that. And so it kind of makes sense that a Koshamar could do that, too. Or I apologize. It, it's not a plane shift. It's a. Um, you do realize that it, it shifts planes, but it is an ethereal jaunt. Nice. Ah. Uh, so so it has uh, moved to the ethereal plane. Now, kind of the only way to you know <laughs> chase it around would be like if Eclipse were to go ethereal and, and try and find it. But you know that like an ethereal jaunt kind of like shunts you fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we're out of combat. Yeah. That was right. Oof, yeah. But, I mean, everyone is up. Everyone, like, granted, granted, very bruised and battered and a little broken. Does Dirt still feel threatened? Because, by the way, it's for like many minutes that I am. (laughs) I don't know. Nobody seems concerned about this horde of creatures that flew down from the skies. Oh, let me explain. Do we want to gaslight him? We could tell him that he's the only one who can see him. <laughs> oh, my. You, you must have seen a lot of death, Durin. You're the only one that can see them. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no, I can actually dispel that whenever, so I will. And I become less... Well, I'm still gross from the mummy wrap, but I become less monstrous. Sure. All is pretty quiet here. Now that you've kind of dealt with these creatures, it doesn't seem like, you know, aside from the Koshamar who was, you know, heading off in another direction, it doesn't seem like anything has been left to, like, alert the church itself of your presence. You th- you would think that, like, the things out here would, would be kind of, like, guarding the church itself. They probably noticed you because you're the only living things, you know, in the area besides that big horse. The church is undefended. Let us press our attack. We have them on the back foot. That is what we did that last time, and we were exhausted before, so... Eh, bear, you fool. That was humor. (laughs) I see that nobody laughed. Y'all, I can't see a damn thing. I can help you with that one. And Uska flies over and casts heal on Tulia. Heal? Nice. Yuck. It's an expensive item, is it? I mean, yeah, uh, we're resting, right? Please, for the love of God, say we're resting. We gotta go back to the ship and rest. We gotta do something. Yeah, we gotta get back on that ship. The ship is the easiest place to guard while we are resting. This makes sense. I I mean, I don't know what else to do. We've got, we, uh, we cannot go on. Oh, clearly, yeah. What does heal do? Uh, so heal is going to give you, let me see how many hit points, 130 hit points. Okay. And it's, I only have 77 right now, so. That's good. As my maximum. Ah, uh, so it does uh, end blinded and a lot of different conditions, including diseased. How Mommy about, rot goes oh. away. Does it? Oh, uh, it is curse. curse. Yeah. And then uh, what about ability damage? Uh, so. It should. So it doesn't remove negative levels or permanently drained ability scores, but it doesn't say anything about ability. Damage. Oh, sorry. Yes, it does. Ability damage. I'm sorry. 
I thought it was the first thing and I skipped right over it, but it does not help with curse. It would help with insanity, but not curse. Yeah. So, you know, you now have a minute to cast bestow curse or she's just going to stay sick. Remove curse. Or remove curse, rather. Yeah, we don't want to make this worse. But. Well, you could bestow mm-hmm. another curse. Everyone knows. Two wrongs, yeah. Two curses make a blight. What about yeah, yeah, absolutely. enchantment? Does it work like bestow curse? Or remove <laughs> curse? Bestow curse is our other podcast. Why would you thought th- thought of that? Oh, wait, wait. It does say curses. Yep. Spell okay. uh, freeze victims from enchantments, transmutations, and curses. But okay, I have to do sure. a check. So that sounds good. And Uska has negative levels, which would count against me for that caster level check. Can you yeah. heal yourself first? Not in a minute, but Lyra could cast Death Ward to suppress the effects of it. Oh, geez. Here we go. There, there's no one in the night. So I'll do that to get my full caster level, but this is going to be rough for us tomorrow. How, how close is this? I don't know. Because I'm rolling a, a caster level check against a DC 11 plus the cre- mm-hmm. caster level of the effect. She can't know. We like she's okay. just got to yeah. roll it and hope. But, but it's a, your right. caster level. Yeah. So if I okay. use Death okay. Ward, that at least boosts it by four. Yes, absolutely. You spend all the spells right now. <laughs> that is a God, 27 to remove this curse. The curse is removed. Yay! Yes. <laughs> You no longer have mummy rots. So now that this area is quiet, are you attempting any reconnaissance or are you just hoping if you come back here tomorrow, this all won't reset? I mean, unless we can like spellcraft the area to see if there's something about the area that would make things reset or take a quick look around. I mean, no, we're not really, unless like Julia has a surprise for us that that I'm not aware of. Like we don't have great recountability. I mean, Eclipse has unlimited etherealness once per day. If she wants to do that, that's fine. become ethereal then, but things around here yeah, things around ethereal here can, too. You know, you, you're at a much higher risk of being seen ethereal here than you were at, like, the Recondite Order of the Indomitable Sea. Uh, so that's that's a risk. I'm that not trying to go in. I just... If you, if you want to recon the grounds, I'll tell you what you see. I will recon the grounds. I'm not going into shit. Okay. I think I will also have the Lopper uh, do that. Um, he's going to go ahead and drop all of his gear. Before I go ethereal, I'll ask Matumbe, who I trust to please uh, pick that up and, and keep it for a bit. Indeed. So you guys go ethereal. I'm just going to move you, Eclipse. So if you want to be focused on your token, I'll tell you what you see as you move. So here you find a large pond, you know, hovering kind of above its surface. Make a perception check. 36. There are corpses in this pond, but you That's think that point. they would only awaken if you were to, like, touch the water. Okay. Oh, thank goodness. We were so close to getting in. Lear, I was. You see a door over here, you know, going through the wall. You find it's like a prison cell. As you continue, you find several ruins here. Again, they don't, they don't really appear... Of much note, they're empty, okay. but following the path upwards, you do find what looks like a house. It's scorched at the foundations and littered with charred and blackened bones. You uh, have that innate sense 
for haunts. Yeah, I do. You feel it around here. Okay. You're not sure where it would manifest exactly, but I'm just going to give you that, like, as you get close to this area, you can certainly feel feel like angry spirits at that, yeah. you know, kind of charred building. So you'd know, like, hey, if you wanted to stay somewhere, that's probably not a safe spot. Definitely not. To the north, far more ruins. Uh, but again, you're not seeing any creatures, okay. which is a good sign. Oh, I forgot to mention... That at, you know, as you kind of skirt the building, you you kind of pass by the the front entrance mm-hmm. of Ren Church. It's it's actually not like to the south there, but it's it's along the way. Make a perception check there. You know, as you okay. pass it, you get this like feeling in your gut. Okay, thirty two. You get this chill down your spine. You look over to the entrance and can tell that you've been noticed. Fuck. But the creature there doesn't move it just it's this hooded figure scythe in its hand skeletal hand and it pulls back its hood and you can see death staring at you and all of a sudden you can see all of your spirits around you just frightened and death just kind of points at you and it almost looks like this skull smiles knowingly that you too are a keeper of souls. Oh, we friends, right? It doesn't want to kill me at all, right? <laughs> I play this in my favor, maybe. <laughs> um, as, as you circle, you do find a cemetery. It's filled with uprooted gravestones and old bones that jet out of the earth like broken teeth. You can't really make out any of the markings. It might be a combination of your limited vision and the ethereal plane, or they might just be completely rubbed off in general. But here as well, you kind of, as you as you pass the gates, you get that feeling of like a haunt and know to turn back. Yeah. As you continue onward, you find stables that now look empty. You think this is maybe where the Kaushimer and the other nightmares stayed. It's filled with hay and is, you know, of the buildings that you've been to relatively intact because it has seen use of the buildings you've seen so far. Uh-huh. This is likely the safest. And then several ruins to your south, but you kind of make your way back around, back towards the group, and you... I'm just going to open these doors since you can float right through them. Um, you find your way to a room with several gurneys and stained surgeon's tables. Uh, They're pushed to the far corners, and there's broken scalpels and leech cups and other bloodletting instruments that litter the floor. There's a kind of heavy scent in here of stale air, and you see splatters of old blood stains. Uh, Again, the hair stands up on the back of your neck, and you feel like, you know, had you been here materially, something would have manifested, some kind of restless spirit. Wow, there's a lot of haunts, okay. And the fucking Green Reaper. You continue for, like, one last pass by Ren Church, and the energy off of Ren Church feels the same as those haunts, but about a hundred times stronger. The spirit that is residing in that building in life 
would have been a demigod. A demigod? With the strength you're feeling of this presence, this haunt. And so you can return to the party now with knowledge of the entire area, notably that aside from whatever that was at the front entrance of Wren Church, all was still. You know, there are buildings for you to avoid, but you've taken out the undead on the grounds. While she's doing this, I would allow the rest of the group to kind of be detecting and, and spellcrafting and that kind of stuff in the area if you want to. Sure. Just like in general, or is there anything like weird going on? Well, I mean, the second the second you detect magic, like this whole everything from the gate in feels magical. So you can start like spellcrafting on on what exactly is going on here. Sure, I can throw spellcraft on there. Did real bad. Twenty three. I rolled a thirty four as Tulia. Okay. Anyone else? I'm not gonna beat that. I rolled a seven. Oh uh, yeah, Kamar uh, and. Uh... Air bear are not known for their spellcraft abilities. <laughs> uh, Tulia, you recognize that this whole area is desecrated, so all of the undead in the area are gonna get hmm. bonuses. You think that this temple, this church, if it's desecrated inside, will likely provide even better bonuses. If there are, for instance, shrines to a goddess of undeath. Yeah. Around bonuses would increase. Something is even more unsettling, but you can't place it. You didn't yeah. roll high enough, but maybe I Eclip- rolled a seven. Maybe so. Eclipse can um, can give it a shot when she returns. So Eclipse gets back to the group. If you want to roll a spellcraft, I know Eclipse's is fairly high too, right? Yeah, uh, Atulia's is higher, but Eclipse is pretty high. I rolled a four, so a twenty-eight. <laughs> You're not sure, but you could explain to the group what you saw. Yeah, I mean, Cliffs would explain. So there's a bunch of ruins everywhere. There's like three different haunted spirits around with like really tragic things. Also, there is like the fictitious Grim Reaper is Israel, Aesir. I'm pretty sure um, either that or another guy who, who, who's got a hooded cloak and is a skeleton and you know, holds a scythe. Uh, he saw me though, but no one else did. And the stables are probably the safest building if we can't go to the ship for some reason. So I do think we'll be safe though to rest, which is critical. Any questions? That sounds like a plan to me. We could really use some rest. All right. Let's head back to the ship and get some rest. Um, I would allow anyone to make a religion check on what she just described. Sure. Oh, and um, also, yeah, Run Church a demigod spirit in there. So bad stuff. Thirty-one. If it's not a monster, thirty-three. If it is, right now that gets you nothing. I got nothing. I can mean I can try and roll, but I'm never gonna. I can that. try to. I mean, yeah. The only thing you know, Matumbe, is that as a Phrasman, you know that what Eclipse is saying is completely false. Death is real. Mm. Death exists. Uh, whether or not that is death, you don't know. Yeah. Uh, Dern actually has a pretty decent knowledge religion. I'm just going to roll it on the side, see if I roll high. It would I take kind of high to get over that. Oh, actually, 37, and then an auto aid is 39. I can try to aid. Let's see. Yeah, you might be able to push it Ooh, over 40. Yes. Let's go. She aids. Awesome. Okay. So what's the total? 41. Okay. 
okay. the extra aid. You know that it is a lesser death, likely. Um, one of death's servants, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you figure if it was the full-blown death, you'd all probably already be dead. And and just just to be hyper specifically clear, is this the creature that was standing in front of the door? Is this this like demigodish spirit that's permeated the place? Not that spirit. No, this is the creature at the door. You would know that it's you know, it's an undead creature that, much like the Grim Reaper, fairies souls. The fact that it's working here is potentially troublesome. While death is an undead creature, it's not necessarily known to aid other undead it's more concerned with you know the living i have seen ushers of souls like this prowl the battlefields of last wall i do not know what it's doing guarding a door they're not usually beholden to one specific place or in servitude to another besides death itself i will tell you one thing because you didn't see it yourself but if it is death you know misfortune follows death you know, if you were to get close to a Grim Reaper, everything starts to go wrong. What that mechanically means is any ability checks, attack rolls, caster level checks, skill checks, or saving throws within 20 feet of a Grim Reaper must be rolled twice and taken at the worst roll. You know that this is, this like aura that it has is to aid it in dealing with those that refuse to go with death. And I think on that note, we'll finish our drinks. We'll see you next week. You could almost say that Durin knew it. (laughs) I guess he did. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.